Hi, welcome. <laughs> oh, how is it going out there? This is the first inaugural episode of the Hey OK Ha Happy Hour with MP Snyders. I am your host, MP Snyders. I apologize for the shitty sound quality that you're hearing right now. We're recording this in some fucking parking lot in suburban Delaware. Yes. Suburban Delaware. Um, we're going to see how this goes. Basically, you know, when you do your first podcast, and, uh, yeah, just what the world needs, another aspiring comic, former journalist uh, with a podcast. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. I'm a little late to the game. Nevertheless, fuck it. Too many people tell me to do this. And I promised somebody I would. And so here I am. Uh, speaking into my phone in a suburban Delaware parking lot. Talking to myself. And that's what the first episode of any podcast is. When you get down to it, you're just basically... A cr- the amount of narcissism it takes to, uh, to think that your ideas are worth other people's time... It's it's a little much. I get it, and and to know that there's nobody listening because right now who the fuck would listen to this? Um, if I'm lucky, maybe my grandma, maybe some uh, former classmates. Like what? What the hell is Snyder's doing these days? Listening to this right now, going, "Yep, pretty much what we expected." Um, Probably got a leather belt wrapped around his arm and a syringe between his teeth. No. Um, That's where we're at. First podcast, number one. Numero uno. Numero uno. So what are we going to try to cover? And philosophy, philosophy, whatever the fuck that means. Philosophy to me means politics. I don't deal with politics as as far as the, the, the... Who's your local representative? Did you vote in the fucking midterms? I don't give a fuck. A lot of that shit is owned and controlled by people that we don't know or really understand. So I'm not interested, but it is uh, very much controlled and it's fucking superficial, shallow, and not very interesting. Fuck politics. I say that as a guy that majored in political science in college. I love that. Political science. I think we're throwing that science word around a little too loosely. Political science. Like we got fucking lab coats on and beakers measuring shit. With a, what do you call that shit? Bunsen burner. Yeah, Bunsen burners. Political science. <laughs> oh, any kids out there, if you ever uh, you know, go to college, just remember uh, social science. Uh, it's not a sign. By the way, there's a, a lady in the car next to me. I look like a weirdo just talking to a phone. Play it cool. Play it cool. Just a weirdo on a phone. Uh, no, she's a waitress going back into the restaurant. I guess she probably had to get her weed out of the back of that uh, Pathfinder she's got. That's a nice car for a waitress. She's probably the manager. You know what? She's probably calling the cops right now being like, who the fuck is that weirdo just sitting there talking to his phone? I, I, I look the part right now. Just got out, done eating some fucking spaghetti and meatballs. Some spaghetti and meatballs with two Chiantis. What are you going to do about it? How are we going to do about it? I felt, I felt like a, uh, I've, been too, I've been spending too much time in Philly. 
in New York. They all think I'm Italian, so I I play it up, and then it's you know you play something up, and then you end up doing it, being it. That's this is ridiculous. I am a I am a uh, what the fuck am I? I'm a Dutchman. I think mostly I'm a fucking mutt. As we what the fuck was I talking about before I got thrown off by that lady with the uh, in the car there? Man, what the fuck was I talking about? Talking nonsense. Um, yeah, your first... Oh, so we're going to try to talk philosophy, politics, how bullshit it is, and political science. Yes, I got it. Social science. That were, that's where we left off. Yeah, social scientists are funny because they're neither scientists nor social. But, but shh, no, seriously, um, social science is bullshit. There's a lot of wiggle room for... Um, BS, and they take full advantage of it. Social sciences. Whatever happened to hard science? Remember that? We used to believe in things like evolution and uh, chromosomes. Now chromosomes are are, uh, are, are not taken taken seriously by, by the, some social scientists. Some social scientists are actually saying, eh, they're not. They're not. They're not going. That's where they're headed, though. This... this um, this idea that that gender is not biologically encoded is fucking hilarious. It's 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 cute. It's hilarious. As a satire, it would be pretty effective. But the fact that there's otherwise intelligent young people taking this shit seriously because some pit-stained fucking professor who doesn't understand reality is reading some dissertation that he didn't write himself, or maybe did... Um, but if you read academic language or academia in general, you realize that a lot of them are frauds. They're, a lot of them are fraud. They're intellectually uh, insecure. And so a lot of that verbiage is just masking the fact that they don't have any real original ideas. They're just kind of uh, people who don't like manual labor or understand business and don't like reality and wanted to get a good paycheck but not leave college. And so they find little ways to um, study for their tests and pay tutors to, to make sure that they maximize their testing potential and then get fucking shuttled into these university positions. And th- that was my big... I mean, I went to college. I went to a decent college. I couldn't believe the, the professors and... Um, I remember taking a foreign policy class, and we had it was the Gulf of Tonkin. It was the Vietnam era. You know the Gulf of Tonkin so-called incident is what got us into Vietnam. Turns out it didn't happen. It never happened. Who who to thunk it? The Gulf of Tonkin incident, in which uh, people died and shit, and we got into a war. Uh, never fucking. And that's not a conspiracy, Alex Jones type of fucking conspiracy theory. That's straight mainstream history. It's acknowledged by everybody who is not retarded that the Gulf of Tonkin incident never happened pause and google that shit if you're skeptical never happened anyway you go to a university class you have to memorize shit like when did the gulf of tonkin incident occur what year did it happen what month did it happen under whose administration did it happen under all this trivia it's literally trivia it's shit that you hear on jeopardy or trivial pursuit you know that little facts that mediocrities can memorize to make themselves look smart when they regurgitate it in front of other people that type of shit so that's the focus of the class or the test or the final or the fuck it was. And it makes you think like, well, this is history. Maybe we should apply a little context and think, well, if this fucking event never actually happened, why are we memorizing what year it didn't happen? Maybe we should consider the implications of a government lying to their people to get them into another war by manufacturing consent uh, through, uh, it was a false flag. 
And you can't even say that word anymore, false flag, because people will lump you in with uh, basically, uh, basically aware people have been gaslit over the past, I'd say, eight, nine. It's really ratcheted up in the last five years, if, in case you haven't noticed, after the uh, Internet uh, was. They finally got a grip on the Internet to really control which information is front and center, uh, what you see based on your past history, whether it's search engine history, and now they have um, recording devices. I never thought I'd live to see the day where people would willingly bug, let they would willingly put CIA bugs in their own home. That sounds crazy, MP. Tell us more. That can't. Okay. Hypothetical naysayer. Remember back in 2014 when uh, Jeff Bezos scored a $600 billion contract, sorry, $600 million contract with the, the CIA? And at the time, you know, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, Washington Post, a lot of shit. At the time, we figured, okay, Jeff Bezos, owner of Washington Post, is going to fucking do a CIA deal, a contract, become a CIA asset to have the Washington Post spout out CIA, U.S. intelligence community propaganda, which they did. I mean, they ended up doing, they did do that, all that anti-Russia, uh, 1950s Cold War type of shit that's been this time the liberals are so-called liberals are 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 lapping that up. Uh, you should be the conservatives were the idiots that would lap that up. But anyway, basically you gotta you gotta vilify somebody. If you're a Republican, you vilify uh, gays and Muslims. If you're Democrats, you have to vilify Russians and um, Chinese and probably is next. I don't know. Anywho, so we thought okay, the Washington Post is gonna put out pro intelligence community CIA propaganda, which they did. They absolutely did. But here's the thing. The $600 million contract that Jeff Bezos signed with the CIA is like double the valuation of the Washington Post itself. It was double the valuation. Now, um, you can read a Guardian article, and uh, maybe I'll put it in the link. Um, it was not that. It was advertised as a, a, a software intelligence, cyber intelligence cloud thing. Read the Guardian article. I'll, I'll be sure to link it. They'll explain it better than I am. The point is, this was in the summer of 2014. So CIA scores big con. Our Amazon scores a big contract with CIA. Five months later, Amazon rolls out a uh, a, a tracking dev- a, 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 a computer program that can understand human language that it records and stores people's conversations. Um, and, and, and they sold it as like the convenience of not having your thumb pressed twice because everything it does is just, you can just pull up your phone and literally make your thumb go boop, boop, and you can do the same shit. But it's like, no, 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 that's, that's too complicated. They gave it some white girl stripper name, like, what was it, Lexi, Alexa, Alexa. So it's the fucking Alexa. Like, it's so out of it's so on the nose like because it's like big brother is watching is like big sister is listening they just switch up the gender and the fucking sense and it's the you know so they this so the a company that has a 600 million dollar cybersecurity deal with the cia suddenly is bugging everybody's home and it's, what's crazy is how normalized it's become like in the matter of 18 months like in 18 months it went from wow that who would be that naive to well, you what you don't have alexa you you don't have some you don't have the cia bugging your home boy oh boy and people are starting to notice it because of targeted ads you know it always starts off with marketing just making a buck so it's starting off with people having conversations that shit gets recorded there's an algorithm they pump out an advertise you talk about buying a used car 
and all of a sudden you get all this Carfax shit coming up or whatever it is. And so it's starting out with ads. People notice it there first. But of course, what it is is collecting data on human conversation, not on like exactly out of 1984. And um, yeah, to say nothing of the fact that the wall devices in 84 are now pocket size and we're surveilling ourselves, which if, if you're not doing it, you've got nothing to hide. What you got to worry about? Everybody has something to hide. <laughs> you never get naked. <laughs> wait, 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 you're okay with that. You, you never, you, your whole life, 100% of your life, uh, you, you would share with everybody and anybody. Really? I don't believe that for one fucking second. Everybody has something to hide, you moron. Everybody. That's the whole point of being a human. An organism, all organisms need a certain degree of privacy. They've done rat studies with this shit. Rats that don't have privacy, they fucking deteriorate. You need privacy. You need to be alone and feel that you can say whatever the fuck you want to say, think whatever you want to think, and it's not being shared with your peers or your whatever. You, that is a requisite to human health and happiness. And so don't come crying to me when the fucking levels of anxiety and depression continue to skyrocket. Don't come fucking complaining to me. You guys are willingly fucking signing up for this shit. I, for Christmas, like my sister and her husband, God bless them, gave my entire family a, a Lexa. I think it was Lexa. Something like that. Yeah, it was the thing. And they didn't give me the thing because they knew that I, yeah, they knew exactly I'd go on the rant that I'm going on right now. But um, what's crazy is just like, all of a sudden, I'm the weirdo. Like, I'm the weirdo. <laughs> it's not strange to put this... To, and again, what are you saving? What does it do for you? How much... <laughs> what does it do for you? You know what it is? I think there's a certain kind of white people that have a biological imperative to have a servant or a slave. I th or maybe it's not a race thing. Maybe it's every human. I don't fucking know. But there's a certain person out there. They just like the idea of, of, of giving oral orders to a thing and it happening. Alexa, turn off the lights. They just like that shit. And now you can't have a slave or a servant anymore. Well, you can. These motherfuckers, they don't give a shit. But most people can't afford it. So they do this shit. They fucking ordered around a robot to do things for them. It's easier to do with your, your own thumb. It's, it's just going boop, boop. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't want to do this. Moves thumb. When I can expand air out of my lungs and vibrate my vocal cords and and you know let the CIA in on my inner thoughts and desires, I, that's easier for me to get the lights on. Get the fuck out of here. Flip a switch, you lazy cunts. <sighs> I'm so full of shit. Like, I'm recording this in an iPhone. An iPhone with Siri. <laughs> oh no, but I disable Siri, so I'm protected. Uh, Apple would never record my conversations without my permission and share them with marketers and law enforcement. No, only your products, not mine. <laughs> uh, I'm a hypocrite. Hey, I never said I wasn't a hypocrite. So let me let me just manage expectations from the outset. Outset? Onset? Outset. Onset. You ever lose the definition of a word because you think about it too much? You know it too well that you, 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 you don't know it? No? Just me? Just me going senile early? Well, aren't you special? Yeah. No, I disable Siri, though, so I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. I got to worry about that. <laughs>
disabling Siri is like that's the equivalent of when you're at the bar watching the game. You go up to take a wee, and you uh, you know you got a pint of beer. It's like half full, so you go over to the little stand with the with the uh, the coasters and the black little black straws, stirring straws. You grab yourself a four by four inch cocktail napkin and you set it atop the pint glass, and you can go into the bathroom. Rest assured that no nobody's gonna drug your drink. No, no, not with that cocktail napkin atop it. Uh, what if that would have? What if that was the one thing that would have thwarted Bill Cosby? Like, always, you get the cocktail napkin forward and again, buy the cocktail napkin. That was the worst Bill Cosby impression ever. I'm going to have to edit that out. Jesus. Nah, fuck, I'm keeping it. Stand by my shitty impersonations. Um, now, what is... Do I have to go over the news? I suppose... Uh, we're going to market this as like a news podcast and not talk about the shit that's designed to depress us and keep us feeling powerless. Do I have to go over those things? Okay. Um, Alabama is banning abortion. By the time I publish this, by the way, I think uh, it'll probably be like six months old. But at this point in history, 2019, May going on June here, uh, real quick, sneaking up on June, fucking... Alabama banned abortion. And uh, that's just one of those issues, man. One of those issues that you're just, it's just like, on one hand, both sides annoy me. But on the other hand, I feel like I'm the only person in the world who sees that both sides have a point, have a legitimate point. Both sides have a leg to stand on in their argument. And even saying that out loud makes you a pariah. Like, just saying that out loud makes both sides go, fuck you, you're, you're evil. You're, you're with the other side because you said that both sides have a point. Fuck you, man. Pick a side. Like, there's pro-life people out there who genuinely believe that pro-choice people are walking around going, yes, baby murder, more baby murder, please. (laughs) Thank you. And pro-choice people walk around genuinely believing that pro-life people are going like, yeah, take away the women's right, enslave the women to our penises. Because we're better and superior. Women bad. Bad women. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe both sides are doing that. Maybe both sides are that evil. Maybe. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Anything's possible. But it's also possible that both sides are honest in that they believe that they have the moral high ground. And how can that be? How can two diametrically opposed forces both have the moral high ground? It's a, it's a paradox, Mr. Snyder. It can't be true. Yes, it can. Because there are different values that different people value differently. And both sides right now, if you're one of those hardliners, all you hear is me 
articulating the opposite side. So you're already vilifying the position. That's how fucked up the issue is. It's not your fault. It's it's like it's the issue, and it's how it's being manipulated, uh, or how we're being manipulated with it. But like abortion, like it's not a good thing. Like abortion's not a good. It's not good to do it in and of itself. It's not a good thing, like to extinguish life or extinguish the potential for life. You know, it's also life doesn't begin until. Life begins at conception. Life doesn't begin until it's born. Life begins at the heartbeat. It's all, who cares? We can at least agree it's the potential for life. And the distinct, and life is good. Can we agree that life, the concept, the plutonic idea, ideal of life, that's the definition of good, literally, is good is a force that promotes life. Evil is a force that promotes death. So we can agree that abortion, in and of itself, just the act, is not a good thing. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the solution is to make it illegal. Because when we ask the question, should something be illegal, that's a a little bit of an evading way, evasive way to phrase it. A better way to phrase it, when we talk about the question of making, prohibiting anything with government force, the question should be, should the state have the right to threaten violence against those who do it? Should the state have the right to punish women through imprisonment or fines who have abortions? Should the government be allowed to do same to abortion doctors? My response to questions of should the state be allowed to punish a lot of things, a lot of behaviors, is, is generally no. Whether it's drugs, I don't, I'm a hard line, I don't give a fuck what kind of drug it is. The idea of making it illegal for you to do something with your body is weird. It's fucked up. And that's down to guns, too. If you want to have a gun, I'm against government enforcement of guns. So come at me with that, come at me with that hate. As well, I don't, I don't care. But this is all a long-winded, uh, convoluted, convoluted way of saying I'm a. I gotta consider myself a radical, pro-choice policy-wise, anti-abortion as an act, pro-choice radically so, as a matter of policy. What do I mean by radical? I believe that women should be allowed to kill all their children including their adult children. If you're 35 years old and your mother wants you dead, you know, I don't think the world needs you. Like, I don't think we're missing anybody. Like, <laughs> you know, at the very least, it would keep us in line, man. You know, think of all the how much crime would go down. All these mama's boys, these criminals. <laughs> There's... Fuck the cops! They're not gonna be worried about the cops. They're gonna be worried about their mother. Um, and the ladies think it's a good. You you like it in theory, but in practice, I don't know, man. I think the ladies would get sick of it real quick, you know, because ladies don't like mama's boys. And you know, all of a sudden, these guys, you no matter what you do, I don't care how well you fuck them. I don't care how well. I don't care how many degrees you have, how well you cook. I don't care what you bring to the table, ladies. You're always gonna be number two woman in a man's life if his mother has the legal authority to end his life. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so so take that. That one's on the house, feminist. Take that one for you. You know, you gotta you gotta strengthen your position. You gotta move the goalposts over. You know, what you think of fetus? Like, come on, fetus. You think you're free just because you got out of the vagina? Oh no, oh no, you're not you're not free yet. You know, like your mama says, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. <laughs> There's a reason that that phrase existed. I think we should apply it to law. Radical pro-choice, huh? Who's with me? Who's with me? That was the that was the worst rally call ever. That was the worst, second worst thing ever. I'm just saying worst. Like, I do something, I say something, and I got to comment on how bad it was. That way maybe you won't notice how bad it was. I got to stop doing that. All right? Hey, this is the first podcast. Lay off, all right? It's a pilot. I don't even know if I'll pu- I'm going to publish it regardless of how shitty it is. That way, you know, you just got to dive in. So this is this is podcast episode, Hey, Okay, Ha. What is it, number one? Yes, number one. Signing off now. Um, bye.